Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to this time of prayer and sharing from the scriptures. I always appreciate you being here with us, and uh, I want to invite you to leave your prayer intentions as we pray for one another. Let's approach the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we dedicate to you again this day. We ask you to purify us of all sin. We ask you to give us what St. Paul refers to as the obedience of faith. You have revealed your word. We believe it. We accept it on your authority, Lord God. You have revealed the path to fulfillment and happiness in Jesus Christ and in Him alone. Keep us on that path. In any way and for any way that we have strayed, Lord God, we ask repentance and forgiveness. We ask the gift of fidelity for all the days of our lives that we may see you face to face with one another in the full joy of heaven. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, this reading from the book of Deuteronomy today brings us right to the heart of the matter. Moses said to the people, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, whether you are busy or at rest. Bind them at your wrist as a sign, and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that he would give you, a land with fine large cities that you did not build, with houses full of goods of all sorts that you did not garner, with cisterns that you did not dig, with vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. And when therefore you eat your fill, take care not to forget the Lord, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. The Lord your God shall you fear, Him shall you serve, and by His name shall you swear. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And friends, it's simple. If we want to understand our religion, if we want to understand what discipleship is, if we want to understand what holiness is, if we want to understand the way to salvation, it's right here. Full devotion to the Lord alone. Now remember, Moses was speaking to these people of Israel as people who had a unique knowledge of God. A unique knowledge. Now, human reason alone can come to the conclusion that God exists. And as St. Paul writes to the Romans, we can come to conclusions about His attributes, His wisdom. We look at creation, His power. Look at the thunder and the waterfalls and the mountains and the, think about the planets and the galaxies. We can look at creation and understand God. But the people to whom Moses was speaking had a unique knowledge of God because God chose them for that. Blessed are we, O Israel, for what pleases the Lord is known to us. 
the prophet Zephaniah said. So we have this revelation through Moses on Mount Sinai with the tablets of the commandments, the code of the covenant, the way of life that God told them he wanted them to live, the way of worship that God gave instructions for, even the building of the, the dwelling, which was like the portable uh, uh, worship place prefiguring the temple, which then was built according to God's specific instructions. He established liturgies. He established sacrifices. He established feast days. God was known to the people better than to the rest of the, the world. And so the rest of the world was busy following false gods, even the nations that surrounded the Holy Land, and God warned them, don't mingle with them, don't worship their false gods, there is only one God. So it's a question of, first of all, knowing that, knowing the true God. And now, of course, he has opened that revelation of who he is fully to the whole world in Jesus Christ. Nobody's excluded. God wants everyone to know him. Know him as the one God. Reject false gods, reject polytheism. There are not multiple gods. Reject idolatry. Don't make any other spirit or person or ideology or institution into your God. But what does then this also mean? To love the Lord alone with the fullness of our being, body and soul and mind and strength, means that only He is the one to whom we can say, I will do whatever you tell me. We can, I want you to understand today. We cannot say that to any other human being. Not any authority in the state, not any authority in the church, because it is conscience that the catechism itself tells us we must always follow. Now, we have to also inform our conscience to make sure it lines up with the law of God. But ultimately, we, can't, we, are, we betray ourselves as well as God if we don't follow what we truly, sincerely believe is right. So the bottom line is that only to God can we say, I will do whatever you tell me. Because human beings always have the capacity of violating our conscience. In other words, they always can fall into a situation where although they may have very legitimate authority in the church or in the state, they may ask us to do something that violates our conscience. And therefore, there are commands that we must resist. No human being is God, is what it boils down to. It's really, and they're really not saying anything other than that. No other human being, no human being is God. Jesus Christ is the only one who has a human nature to whom we can say, I will do whatever you tell me. Full loyalty belongs only to Almighty God. The Lord is God, the Lord alone, also means something else. Not only is He the one true God, all the other idols are to be rejected. Not only is He the one who has full authority, the only one to whom we can give absolute obedience, but He's the only one to whom we can look and in whom we can hope for total fulfillment and perfect happiness. Only God. Only in God be at rest, my soul, the psalmist says. 
In Him is my refuge and my strength. Not in possessions, not in positions, not in popularity, not in wealth and riches, not in earthly success, not in political ingenuity, in God alone, not in some kind of plan we have for our happiness, but in God alone can we find happiness. St. Augustine said, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. All of that is what this commandment means. All of that and more. And Jesus said this is deeply linked with the second commandment, which is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Loving the Lord our God fully means respecting His gift of human life because He's the Creator. You know, you rob an unborn child of the gift of life, you're robbing the Creator of what is His. The Lord our God alone is Lord. It's like the story I've often told you, praying in front of an abortion mill one day, as I often do. And one, one of the people in our group had his toes over the property line, and the clinic representative came out and started yelling, Get your feet off our property! And I yelled back, And when are you going to get your hands off God's property? The Lord our God is Lord alone, meaning He alone is Lord of human life. He alone decides who lives and dies. We belong to Him, not to our parents, not to a doctor, not to a government, not to the abortionist, not even to our own will. We belong to Him, and that's why a baby cannot be torn from the womb by abortion under any circumstance. The Lord our God, Lord alone. Let's pray. Father, we lift up to you all the prayer intentions being expressed here today. Answer the needs of your people. Respond to their prayers. Give us guidance where guidance is needed. Give us healing where there is illness. Give us consolation where there is sorrow and loss. Give us courage where we see what we need to do but may be hesitant. Give us, Lord, all that we need to serve you today. Give us, Lord, victory in the cause of life. Give us victory in the war against sin. Give us victory as we work to save America. Bless our leaders, especially President Donald Trump, as he continues to lead the America First movement and make this country great again. Bless all of us as we serve and follow you, and we pray now as Jesus gave us the words to do. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And friends, go to the website, 
blackrarecampaign.org for our novenas. And we have right now going on the novena for the Assumption, August 15th, the Feast of the Assumption. It's really about Christ's victory over death as manifested in Mary. And let me say with you now the prayer that you'll find there at prayercampaign.org. Lord Jesus Christ, you have conquered the power of death and opened for humanity the hope of eternal life in body and soul. As you granted your mother a share in heavenly glory, and did not allow decay to touch her body, as we rejoice in the assumption of Mary, grant us new confidence in the victory of life over death and renewed reverence for the human body. As we honor Mary assumed into heaven, may we proclaim the hope of your gospel, that you want every human life seated on your throne. May that hope strengthen us to protect every life here on earth. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus, give us your blessing now. Bless all that we do. Bless our families and our activities. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Spread the word about these broadcasts. Let's delve every day into the word of God, which is the word of life. May he protect and bless you abundantly. Talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.